But you said something very interesting. You said he feels younger, right? As, and, and I think that we should draw a distinction here because the psychological age is how you see yourself. And I think that the functional age will contribute to the psychological age because when you can say, well, I feel, I, I might be 40, but I feel like I'm 30. You're feeling that that's the functional age and that's going to impact the way you see yourself, your psychological age. So by taking care of your body or by incorporating movement, the 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day of Pilates we were talking about, you know, you're going to be positively impacting your functional age, which you're going to then see yourself as younger. You're going to think of yourself as younger with the psychological age. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to talk about the ageless convo I have with Joe Casciani in our last episode. If you haven't listened to that one yet, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us, or listen to this one, then go listen to that one. Do what you want to do. Go go whatever you want. Go start from the beginning. You can start from number one if yeah, you want. Yeah, start from number one. There's this some good ones. This is only episode 181, so only. you're going to get there. Do you know, I, I found this one podcast on episode 74. And it was, they kept referring back to an episode in another time. So I literally went back to number one and worked my way through. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I know. I And then when you I- listen in like three times speed? No, just my regular 1.5 speed. Um, And also did on the road trip. So um, yeah. And I became an expert. I'm impressed. In the topic. So, you know, 10,000 hours. I mean, it wasn't, but it felt close. <laughs> anyways, back. 74. 74 minimum. Um, so anyways, you guys- uh, we're currently on the flashcard pre-sale for the chairs. And so uh, that means... The flashcard pre-sale for the chairs. Yeah. The flashcard pre-sale for the chairs. Seashell, seashells down by the seashore. She, she sells, <laughs> she actually, the, the flashcards. I've been having a little bit of trouble with some words lately. I've got to figure that out. But anyways, uh, if you didn't know about that pre-sale it's because you weren't on the wait list period end of story that's right that's how it goes you want to be on wait list for things because people on the wait list get, get deals they get better options better prices first dibs all the things just like if you haven't if you haven't heard we're changing the way that we're we're selling things yeah, so if you would like to be in the know you got to join the wait list we're we're starting a new trend here and it's we true. and if you want to hear how to do this for your own business that's what agency is for and there's wait lists for that somewhere there are um, at any rate we will have a link in the notes about the wait list for the flashcards mm -hmm. uh, and for agency mini yeah um and so when will these be shipping you'll probably want to know well barring all supply chains hurricanes <laughs> And, you know, atmospheric rivers, May, June. <laughs> well, right now it's the end of February, right? So basically two and a half months. I mean, is it's, the, is it's, the, is it's the, pre-hurricane uh, season is what I'm going for. <laughs> I didn't realize that I had to like include supply chains and hurricane seasons when I create deadlines for things. So we know that now. 
and we're doing we that. Do. We, know we, that, do that now. we know that now. We know that now. And we are, if you're listening to this in real time, we are two days away from a Mexico vacation. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, I'm so I'm excited. It's going to be nice. If you see stuff happen on the social, it's going to be honest. It's because someone's doing it for me. Because I, <laughs> I'm going to go to like 2001 time, like when you just, you only could get on MySpace. Oh, you know, I'm going to be computer. social meeting the hell out of the, our food that we're going to eat. <laughs> So I'm just kidding. You don't even you don't even have social media. <laughs> Anyways, we're going on vacation. We highly recommend you do that for yourself. Um, the podcast will still be dropping. Oh yeah. Um, um, all the things. All the things are happening. But but if you ha- don't have a vacation planned for this year, and I know that vacations can sound extremely like privileged. So I do understand like money is a thing. But just take just put an out of office day and do a staycation, which I know sounds boring and whatever. Oh no, they but can also, be so great. Do you know BLM land is like free to do things. So you it guys sure find there's BLM land wherever you are. Brad, tell yeah. them what BLM land is. Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. So you in can the US of A. You can do a lot of fun stuff in BLM land, by the way. Yeah, you can um, like blow shit up if you wanted to even do that. We didn't don't quote us if anything happens to you because of the feds. But at any rate, you can <laughs> I'm just I do not want to be your your buddy you call. Uh they said Brad and Leslie. I said was it. in I was north of Joshua Tree. So Joshua Tree is a national park. Mm-hmm. And the BLM land is basically the land that nobody wants because there's nothing there. It's just nothing. And so it ended up in the, the Bureau of Land Management, their responsibility, but there's nothing to do to it because they don't do anything to it. Um, there aren't there are hardly even roads in some places, but just north of Joshua Tree is a um, whole bunch of BLM land and you can go like they host festivals out there sometimes, all sorts of stuff. And I went out there with my friends because you can actually um, uh it's a little different with this. Like my, my buddy's a drone pilot, right? So he's allowed to operate a drone um, and you can't do it over federal airspace because it's illegal. So you go to different places where you don't you don't have to worry about it. And we were camping in Joshua Tree, but you cannot fly a drone in the national park. Do not do that. So we went just north of the national park to BLM land where we can fly a drone. No problem. Yeah. So yeah. you do all sorts of fun stuff. We didn't even know we were to talk about drones or that. But what I am going to say is just a reminder... <laughs> This whole tangent happened because I want you to go on vacation more. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. So I also took off like just random extra days in January just for my birthday for the fuck of it. And I have to promise, I'm telling you, it, it feels even more delightful to do it when you're supposed to be working because <laughs> you're like, everybody's working, but I'm at the spa and you deserve it. You don't need a reason to do it. You don't need to have a reward. You don't have to work hard for this. You just need to be a human being who deserves some time for themselves. So well, I, I also think that it's a muscle. And I say that because I'm really bad at exercising it for myself. The reality You're is- You're terrible at it. The reality <laughs> is if you don't schedule time for yourself, you never will. He literally has to go to BLM land where there's no signal to go on vacation. Yeah. I went on vacation I'll in my work, office. <laughs> yeah. I'll just work seven days a week. I just keep going. Keep going. I, I, I yeah. hung out and read a book on a day off. That was supposed to be a work day on my PMF mat. With my red light, reading a book, and it was delightful, and I binged out on a documentary. Uh, anyways. We did take Saturdays off the past two Saturdays, and that was actually um, refreshing, and honestly, I felt a little guilty on one of the Saturdays, but it was also like, I need to get over that. Yeah, well, it is our day off, so it's <laughs> supposed to be. Um, Mar- oh, the last thing I'm going to tell you is uh, it's getting close to the time where I'm going to cut off anybody being able to apply for Elevate 
round three, my mentorship program. So if this is something you're wanting, we only have a couple spots left for the third round. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to dangle this little carrot. I've already planned a retreat for the alumni. Oh, and yeah. I included. For 2024. For 2024. Yes. And I made sure that round three could actually attend this retreat. Yeah. Um, so if you were like, oh my gosh, I want to be on a Pilates retreat with LL um, in Vegas, this is the only way to do it. You have to be an Elevate alumni, which means you have to sign up for round three. So you go to lesslielogan.co slash elevate. Yes. And you can apply, check it out. We only take 12 people per round. Um, we're midway through round two already. Round one people are already jonesing about this retreat. I told them today. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. I was cool. like, oh my gosh, cool. you guys, you have to save the date. <laughs> and they and they are losing their minds. Uh, awesome. So anyways, okay, that's all. Before we get into Joe, uh, do we have an audience question? Yes, we did. So um, I read uh, that you do Pilates every single day. How many minutes do you do each day? Isn't that fun? It's yeah, it's a great question. I mean, you know, we get kind of hit up about uh, a lot of Pilates questions on the gram uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, so, but this one I thought was uh, was helpful because I know how. First off, I have had an opportunity to work with a bunch of teachers and teachers end up not teaching for the same exact reason you that mean we don't not practicing. That's what I meant. Sorry. Teachers end up not practicing for the same exact reason that I just talked about not taking time off. They don't leave time for themselves in their schedule to maintain their practice. And so then they feel guilty about it. It's this whole thing. So, but lastly, I know you have been incredibly intentional about that. So can you talk about that? Yeah. So I protect my time to do uh, my practice, my other kinds of workouts, um, like it is life or death. Because Why? because it is. I'm going to be really honest. It is. You might not die because you don't do Pilates, but if you are teaching fitness or you're teaching something and you're not doing the thing that got you so passionate about it and that you made it wanted to teach it, you become resentful of people, you become exhausted, sure. you start snapping, your relationships suffer and you suffer. And oh, by the way, you burn out. And, and your then, teaching suffers, by the it way. It really does. If you're wondering why your clients are not referring to people, it's probably because you're not excited. If you, Here's what one of my teachers said to me 15 years ago when I first started. She said, if you're bored, your clients are bored. And that doesn't mean you need right. to come up with new exercises all the time because I teach the order, y'all. I teach the same shit every day, all day long. But you get bored when you are not being curious in your own practice, whatever that practice is, yoga, bar, anything like that. Yep. So I do, to answer your question, during the week, for sure, I do at least 15 minutes up to 30 minutes daily. And then two times a week, I will hit an hour. Um, and that's because I scheduled the hour uh, typically the other days that, I mean, or you're taking a session, I'm taking a session for my own teacher so, is why yeah. that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, the other days when I'm on my own, it's mixed into the strength training that I do. So I'll do like my walk, uh, maybe I bike or I do some strength training and then I do my Pilates, um, or vice versa. And, um, and I meditate. So it's kind of in my morning routine and I always have a few exercises that I love to start with just to see what my body is craving, what it needs. But I often know just from the night before's workout, like what was a struggle. Mm. And so I kind of just get curious about that. But, um, what I would just say is like, first of all, no one says you have to do a 55 minute session to do Pilates. Like, or any workout or any workout whatsoever. Um, 
any amount of minutes of movement is better than no minutes of movement. Yeah. And I mean, we ran an entire program called Full Body in 15. Yeah. I think people can get that for free if they want. Yeah. Just yeah. go to onlinepilatesclasses.com. It's in the free tools or free yeah. resources section. Yeah. So go there and grab that. But and if you do five of those minutes every day, you already fucking won. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, that's my daily practice. It really does help me kind of settle the anxiety because sometimes I just wake up and I'm so ex- I'm so excited for the day that I literally create anxiety about getting it all done. We are so incredibly opposite. <laughs> we really Unbelievable. are. Unbelievable. You are like, yay, it's a new day. I'm like, why am I awake right now? And then now? I'm like, oh my God, I get all the stuff done in this one day. How am I going to get all of it done in one day? And Amazing. then I get it all done and I'm like, ooh, what else can I do? <laughs> So, so anyways, amazing. Um, I hope that helps you guys. I love answering your questions. You can send them to me on the gram. You can send them to me anywhere. You can tag me to be honest, um, and ask your question. We want to answer it. It can be about life, fitness, business, whatever. Our the purpose of this podcast is to help you be it till you see it. So if we can answer a question that helps you get there, we want to. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right, now let's talk about Joe Casciani. Joe celebrates aging and living to 100 years old. As a psychologist specializing in older adults, he brings strategies that are crucial to aging well and inspires individuals to overcome the hurdles keeping them from living their best lives. Okay, so I'm gonna jump in first um, because I love that he talked about there's different ways to define your age. He had a chronological age, which is your actual age. Hello, I'm 40 and fabulous. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Functional age, which is movement. By the way, you guys, I have taught in my lifetime little kids who are so tight, they're like, they're more inflexible than my, less flexible, I should say it that way, less flexible than my like 60 year old clients and, um, and vice versa. So like, you know, uh, it just functional age is important. And well, I think what was, what was, so isn't the quote from Joe Pilates that you're only as young as your spine is, you're only as young as your spine is old. Um, and then also FYI. Just if you're like, I don't know that Joe knows what he's talking about because, you know, he was probably a carny boxer who lied about a lot of things. And that was like, but how- he's basically talking about functional age. He's talking about functional age. And also, they have done scientific studies that show if you cannot get down on the floor and stand back up without having to use your hands, ex- your hands yeah. and extra equipment, it takes 30 years off your age. 30? Yeah. 30? I'm almost positive. All right, we're gonna look it up, but it's I definitely a, a know it knocks study. time off your age. Yeah, your life. You'll die sooner if you can't get on, down and off the ground. 
We're going to find that study and we'll include that in the it's show It's because notes. it's because people like it, you just get unhealthy because you don't get up out of the uh, out to go to the bathroom. So you're like living in, you know, like anyways, a lot of things go on there. Yeah. Also balance. But, so that's like, I know actually you uh, incorporate that into the mat practice. Um, you yeah. standing, sitting mm-hmm. at the beginning and the end of it. I watch also my, something my yoga teacher likes to do too. I watch my father and try to see how he does, like how he gets on off the ground. You guys, he used to have to like, when he started working out with our trainer, he used to have to like be next to a pole to grab a pole. That's and true. Use both hands to get himself up. And now he's also had two knee surgeries. He's had two knee surgeries, and he's seventy. But, but he now can do burpees, and he just jumps into the splits, and he walks his hands back to his feet. Oh yeah, that's right. He's really he's like he's been really good about getting up. And I'm like, yes, you're gonna lift to ninety. Yeah, um, I think I think the other you know it's it's also like the the last um uh little bit before you sit like do you plop because a lot of people they just let it all go and they crash notice how you sit into a chair or a toilet that'll tell you toilet toilet as well although (laughs) sometimes that that you may actually feel that a little bit more than a chair but uh you know people are so disassociated brad they are not but in anyways you'll hear it you'll break if you broke your toilet seat you you plop that's just so just so you know um biological age how the body is aging this is also really huge one of the studies i had done on my blood work the guy found that my veins were uh had like little cracks in them interesting and so even though at the time i was 33 years old my veins were doing things that shouldn't happen until I was older. Mm. So even though I could run, so I had like a, a a functional age that was really young and my chronological age was young. My biological age was not. It is better now. And then um, finally, your psychological age, how you see yourself. You guys, just so you know, uh, when people say I look so, I, I make 40 look good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. I do know. Um, My wife. So, um, so it's really, these are all really important ages. And so I just love that he broke that down because I think what you guys can do at home as you listen to this is just like, ask yourself, okay, my my chronological age is X. Can't change that. But what is your functional age? Do you feel like it's your age or do you feel like it's younger? The goal is younger on the functional age always. Do you feel strong? The biological age, does it feel like it's yours or does it feel like it's older or younger? And then psychological age. Well, biological isn't actually how you feel. I would say that's your functional. The biological would be like, you know, is your your skin, your eyes, your you yeah. know, your your hearing, your lungs, your heart, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, your so hearing. You're gonna need a blood test for those things. Yeah, that's more of a doctor um, thing. And then your psychological age. He talked about how you see yourself, and mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because after going through these four different ways of defining age, which he didn't really expand expound on very much, um, I. Uh, the the remainder of the conversation really shifted to the psychological age yeah and specifically how you see yourself because the what uh, Joe teaches is perspective mm-hmm. right and the perspective is is you know it's a mindset it's be it to you see it to the T I, mean, I know is literally that I was on his show I'm going oh my god his show is like literally how would be it till we see it because I mean, you hear people like so afraid of aging, but like you, what he talks about is how with psychological age, you can absolutely determine how old you feel. Yeah. So that, this actually rolls right into my, uh, the favorite point that I 
had from what he was talking about. So, um, you know, the psychological age, people who think that they're younger than their chronological chronological age, he's called it a CA. People who actually think they're younger than their CA are doing better in life all around. Mm -hmm. They have fewer uh, chronic diseases. Uh, I'm making an assumption here because he didn't actually say it, but I'm guessing that they'll live longer. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And most likely they will have better functional movement as well. Oh, I mean, I think it like if you here's that thing, like if you start to feel sick and you're like, I'm sick. Do right. you realize that you like you start to feel sicker? But if you're like, I feel a little tingling in the back of my throat, I'm gonna take a little supplement, I'm gonna drink a little bit of water, I'm gonna go to bed earlier, and I'm gonna be okay. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be okay. And like, guess who gets sick more? <laughs> right. Like I, I know for I know for my for myself, whenever I like lean into the sick, I get sick big sure. time. So sure. um I would just like to say pay attention to how you are talking about your age and how you are feeling about that and like what you're saying, because we have been challenging, you know, my father on how he feels about his age. Cause he used to say, I'm well, gonna- so this is interesting. I, I, yes, we have been challenging him and I, why don't you finish that thought? And then uh, you, yeah. you said a specific word I want to comment on. Yeah. So we've been challenging him because he like years ago was like, Oh, I'm going to live till this time. So I want to do this before I'm this age. And we have been really like, um, no, you are doing all these things. And so we keep him around young people. I mean, he lives around older people. So every day it's like, and someone else died today, but we keep him working out around young people and all this stuff. And, you know, he is feeling, I see him moving younger and, and, and he has a lot more energy, even when he gets, you know, he does get tired and he gets annoyed by text, but you know, other than that, we're doing okay. <laughs> but you said something very interesting. You said he feels younger, mm-hmm. right? As, and and I think that we should draw a distinction here because the psychological age is how you see yourself. And I think that the functional age will contribute to the psychological age because when you can say, well, I feel, I, I might be 40, but I feel like I'm 30. You're feeling that that's the functional age and that's going to impact the way you see yourself, well, your psychological age. So by taking that. care of your body or by incorporating movement, the 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day of Pilates we were talking about, you know, you're going to be positively impacting your functional age, which you're going to then see yourself as younger. You're going to, th- you're going to think of yourself as younger with the psychological age. Yeah, I totally, I totally can get down with that. And also like, I think we just have to recognize we have so much more control over how we feel than we give ourselves credit for. For example, I hurt my knee literally the week before my birthday. Right. And I was like, yeah, actually it was like, I was, I was concerned at the gym. Cause you, cause like it, it, it didn't look like you definitely looked like you're in pain. I was in pain yeah, for sure. And, but what clouded my mind first was like, oh my God, is this permanent? Do I need surgery? Did I just like, and you do this whole yeah, like spiral thing. Did I just, thing. Did I, did I just rip my knee apart? <laughs> yeah. And um, and I took a moment and was like, "You felt this pain before. Mm-hmm. Your knee is fine. It is not swollen. It is not throbbing, and we can walk on it without any added weight." Yeah. And then I looked for signs to prove that my knee was healthy. This is key, everyone. Meaning as I walked down the steep ramp that they force us up to go to the gym, I had no knee pain. Mm, And what I know is that like, if you have knee pain on a downhill, there is probably something going on because knee pain on uphill is, uh, 
is, you know, it can be a lot of different things, but there shouldn't like you're going downhill. It's like easy. <laughs> so it should be, it should be fine. I had no pain on the downhill and I didn't actually have pain when I wasn't moving. Right. So I was like, okay, if there's no pain when I'm not moving and there's no pain on a downhill, then whatever pain I have is definitely something we can work with. And so I actually looked for ways to heal myself and for it not to be a big deal. And here we are one week later, zero problems, no problem. I mean, I had to do a lot of stuff to do that, but like no problems, no damage. It's fine. My point yeah, in and sharing this stuff story- didn't include pills and pain meds or any of that. The stuff no. included a chiropractor's visit, a massage, a massa- <laughs> two massages, and yeah. then using a, you know, using a, I got massage a new, tool. I got a new tool. Maybe we'll have the guy on anyways. The point is like, I could have, I remember my brain distinctly going, Oh my God, I'm getting older. And I hurt myself. Sure, sure. And then I was like, we reject that. Yeah. <laughs> we, the <laughs> we, collective in your head. The collective in my head. We reject yes, that. Yes. All the Leslie's, <laughs> all the ages. So you guys need to do family therapy. Oh, You'll understand. Amazing. Anyways, the point is pay attention to how you're talking about yourself and how you are allowing, leaning into things that are negative or positive. If you want to feel younger and you want to live a long time, and I don't want to just live a long time because I want to have like a, a some sort of record. I want to live a. I want to real, enjoy life. I want to. I I have seen and heard from people who are like surgeons at 102 years old, and they're you know they're not actually cutting, but they're at the surgery like telling the guy what to do. I want to be with it at yep. that age because there's too much of this world I haven't seen yet. Yep. So, anyways. I went on tangents. All right. I love it. No, I, I, you know, so basically, you know, it, it really does come down to uh, a mindset, right? And how do you help support that positive mindset? Well, maintaining good movement is going to help your functional age. Uh, you have no control over your, fu- your chronological age. That's just aging. Your biological age is your body. So that's probably going to really be a, tr- uh, uh, a contribution to your biological age would be how healthy you are, what you're eating, um, how much you're sleeping. Environment stuff like that. is huge. You guys your check your mold. <laughs> check your mold. Well, like if you have mold Hopefully in your, you don't have any mold to check. Right. <laughs> That's a <the> goal. <laughs> check but, it. But, but these, these things are the, the functional age and the biological age. Uh, uh, my, my assumption here is that they would be a direct contributor to the way you see yourself, the way you feel. So your psychological age. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. 
Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you wanna replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. Okay, finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your conversation with Joe Casciani? Uh, let me jump in here. He talked about this very interesting, uh, this very interesting idea called cognitive embodiment. Um, and I think it really does go along with the psychological age concept. We see ourselves as what we want to become. Uh, so story, he talked about um, binge eating, right? And struggling with binge eating, which will affect your biological age, right? He said, if you want to break the habit of binge eating, you need to see yourself as someone who is not a binge eating person. In fact, you need to see yourself as someone who is permanently thin, right? And so this is very much a be it till you see it um, moment. Yeah. And, and by the way, that could, you can replace binge eating for anything that you want anything, and then see yourself as the person you wish you were. Yeah. And, and this does, there is a decision involved, um, of course, and you, you know, need to be kind to yourself because, you know, we like Leslie's talk talks about habit breaking and habit building, um, uh, throughout the pod here. Uh, but you know, uh, another thing that he said, which I thought was really, uh, kind of what along with this is he said, the golden year, uh, golden years. No one is going to knock on the door and say your golden years are here. You have to decide that you are in your golden year years. And he was definitely talking to uh, an older crowd. But when you decide that you're enjoying your your golden years, maybe you're in your 80s and everyone else is like like you know deciding that they're about to die. But maybe you instead decide that you're in your golden years. Yeah. Did we talk about? Um, did I talk with Joe? About the knee surgeon who wanted to figure out which way was fixing the knees. Because I don't believe so. Okay, this goes back to the story you tell yourself, you guys. I heard this podcast for years, years ago, and there's an act, there's actual studies about the stories we tell ourselves. So this goes with how how you see yourself at what size. It also goes because you make decisions based on how you see yourself. That's how it works out. But this knee surgeon, there's a study. So to do a study, he had a, he wanted to know if scraping the knee or draining the knee was actually taking was actually healing the knee and giving people their livelihood back. So he needed to have a group of people who needed the surgery, but he did nothing with. That's a control who, group. Who needed? Yeah. The surgery. Yeah. Way to go, dad. <laughs> uh, then he needed a group of people. He only scraped the knee and a, a group of people. He only drained the knee. Obviously it's a, an experiment. So they tell no one, they don't tell people which group they're in. And he played the same 
like he did the same things for every group as far as like what the incisions look like. And then the people who had no knee surgery, they actually played a knee surgery video while they were under. And then they did like little incision marks as if they had knee surgery. Everyone went through the same post-op stuff, same pre-op, but like what they had was different. Guess what y'all? The people who had no surgery had the same results as people who had surgery. No way. Yeah. They thought they had surgery. They thought they had it. So they're like, my knee is better. And they like went off and I'm not kidding you guys. I thought it was brilliant, which is why when I hurt my knee, I was like, guess what story I can tell myself right now. Okay. So, and then just so you know, cause he's a doctor, they have a word for this in the medical field. They call, well, it's a word, it's a term, it's a phrase, it's a thing. It's a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> is it a phrase when there's two words or more? Sure. Sure. Okay. So. Uh, in the medical field, they call, they say process over content. And that's like, okay, what? Yeah. So, what does that mean? <laughs> it's the journey, not the destination. Loves. Enjoy the journey. Going back to my announcements, take a fucking vacation. Yeah. <laughs> take care of yourself. Be careful what you say about yourself. If you want to be it till you see it, it's not just in your goals in life. It's not just in your relationships or like becoming an artist. It's like how you get to the fucking end and enjoy that journey. Totally. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm Lisa Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you going to use Joe Casciani's tips in your life? We want to know. We want you to tag us at the Be It Pod. We want to thank you for listening to this. It's so much fun to make this podcast for you. We couldn't do it if you didn't have listeners. It would just be us hanging out, talking to each other. And we could do that any other time. So thank you. DM the Be It Pod with questions you have, requests you have. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Crowell. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Mesh Herico, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can't. And to Angelina Herico for transcribing each episode so you can find it on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the ageless convo I had with Joe. How do you say it? Cassiani. I would imagine it's got to be Cassiani, or it's Cassiani. I said it right on the podcast, y'all, and here we are. 
Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. 